Welcome to the Mentoring Mondays podcast with Megan and Kirsty. We're two Kiwi girls who trained in ECE and over the years just gave things a go. We've been leaders, managers, centre owners, mentors, and now we're sharing everything we've learned along the way and learning with you as we interview other clever people in the sector. Join us as we dive into all things early childhood, leadership and personal development. We hope this episode will leave you feeling challenged, inspired and encouraged. Hello, welcome to this week's podcast. Yes, welcome. It's so good to be back doing this again. We um, talked last podcast about knowing your why. Yes, we did. Your motivation, the purpose behind what you do. This week we're going to be talking about growth and some obstacles or challenges to growth. So we'll be um, talking eventually about leading others and um, even leading your leaders, but we do need to start with leading yourself. Yes. The first obstacle to growth that pops to mind is actually being so focused on everyone else's blind spots that you miss your own, (laughs) which is why we're going to start with rather than talking about our teams and talking about what our teams need to work on, we're going to start with talking about what we need to work on and how we can grow. You know, you can give people feedback and you can build trust. You can do all the right things. And you can even performance manage someone out of the organization if you need to, but you cannot force anyone to grow. You can only change and grow yourself. As leaders too, we can be so busy worrying about growing our teams and our staff and our teachers that we kind of forget that we also need to have that growth, that development, that input. Um, And it reminds me of a quote that I found a few years back, and I like a good quote, and it was, bloom where you are planted. And I think it is a very good question to ask yourself, are you blooming, are you growing in your development and your leadership? Because if you're not, you've got to look at those obstacles and the things that are in the way that is preventing your growth. We were talking before, like if this was your last role, yes. what do you need to change to ensure that you bloom well in that role yes. that you're currently in? Yeah. Where are your shortfalls? Mm. And don't be afraid of them because that's how you do grow when you acknowledge them. Exactly. I love what John Maxwell says. He says, change is inevitable, but growth is optional, which is such an awesome quote. And it's very true that growing is a choice. It takes being intentional. You don't just wake up one day at the Olympics. (laughs) You put in the time, you put in the effort, you hone your skills and Mm. you end up there. So let's go right to the end and then we can rewind and come back to the beginning. If you're thinking about how do I know where the gap is? How do I know where I want to be and then create um, changes in my life to grow and become that sort of a person? I would encourage you to think about, and it's a bit of a morbid thought, but ask yourself, what do you want people to say about you when you die? I mean, it's going to happen one day. What do you want people to say or remember about you at your funeral? I had a little thought about this myself, and um, this is what I wrote down. I wrote, I hope people say I was a generous person, that I was a grateful person. I hope our team says that I wasn't the perfect leader, but that I listened and that I genuinely cared. I hope my kids say that I made it really clear how much I love them, that my husband says I prioritized our marriage, and I hope my friends say that if they ever needed me, I would drop anything and I would be there for them with empathy. So when you think about the type of person that you want to be, where's the gap? 
if you think about saying, I hope that people say that I'm a generous person, but you're actually stingy (laughs) (laughs) currently, you know, if you're saying, I hope that my team says that I always listened to them, but in reality, you don't make that time for them. And when they do have feedback, you're a brick wall. There's Mm -hmm. a bit of a gap Gap. there. It's a challenging thought, Mm. but I challenge you to write down what do you hope people will say about you one day and that will give you a, the gap. Mm. What, where do you need to start? That's really good, Kirsty. I love what you just said and it does help you identify the gaps of the mm. person you want to be and where you currently actually are. Yeah. Um, as teachers, we are always looking at how we can keep developing and growing children we're looking at ways we can support them, encourage them and scaffold them yeah. in their learning. But what about us? Yes. What about our leaders, our teachers? Um, how are you getting support for your Very gaps? True. How are you getting from the person that you are, the leader that you are, the teacher you are, yes. to the growth, to the teacher, the leader, the person that you want to be? And it can be a bit overwhelming sometimes. Sometimes we even know what the gap is, but we just feel overwhelmed by right, yeah. it's right in front of us that it all just seems too hard to mm. focus on our growth. So we do have to make room for growth. We do have to make sure that we've taken care of ourselves, that we have prioritised our health. Because we know that children don't learn best when they're stressed and when they're overwhelmed. And we're exactly the same way. I would encourage you to look at what you can do in your own life to take care of yourself yes. better. And that is a whole nother podcast yeah, it is. <laughs> on its own. And we will definitely come back yeah. to that. We've got an awesome speaker coming on that will talk about mm. how you can practically take care of yourself. But if you need to get help for something that's in in the way that you is outside of the realm of what you can do on your own if you need that professional help. And so I've been there before where you need to get a professional to help yes, you. Yes, yeah. Then that's what you need to mm. do. So I do encourage you to have that courage and take those steps if you need to do that. One thing that can really trip people up is even being able to identify what are the short planks, mm. seeing where those gaps are. We all know... <laughs> We all know people who are nice people, (laughs) but they have big blind spots and they aren't willing to be humble and admit their mistakes. One of the biggest barriers to growth is an unwillingness to be vulnerable and take responsibility. Mm. Having a problem with ego or pride, thinking you know it all, right, that you've got it, people with pride issues don't actually like being vulnerable. The best leaders are humble and they will admit that they don't know it all. I don't know. I'm sure everyone has had Mm. that leader who talks the talk, but they don't walk the walk. Mm. They expect everybody else to do what they've asked them to do, but they won't actually do it themselves. Or they pass the responsibility or the buck on to their team. Their team, yeah. We've had to pull people up before and say, hey, you know, our policy says this, but this is what we've kind of noticed is happening. And they'll jump to, I've told my team, you know, that they need to do this. But the reality is that when you're a leader, you have to own your part. Mm. Yes, your team has to you know, own their part too. Exactly. But you have to look at yourself and go, okay, have I been clear enough? Have I trained people well enough? You are not going to grow 
if you are not willing to let go of your ego and embrace humility and vulnerability and take responsibility. Another barrier to not being able to be vulnerable is having your confidence knocked. And sadly, that can happen from a past leader or even a current leader, Mm. which is really sad. Um, I remember a while back, quite a few years ago now, um, I was trying to really encourage this younger girl who was amazing with children. She was amazing on the floor and she was unqualified and she was really hesitant to go and do her study because of all the theory side of it. But she was amazing in the practical. And I really thought, you know, if she could have that support and that help in her study, she would make a fantastic teacher. And I remember talking to her and saying, um, you know, you can do it. I'll help you because, and I said, just slowly do it part time. You know, it's not a race. There's no hurry. But I just really felt that the confidence she would have if she could, you know, achieve a qualification in what she loved doing. We were chatting about it and one of her leaders came in and she said that she may look into study. And her leader just said, oh, you'll never do that. And I remember just being like, are you kidding? Like I was just so taken back and I could not believe it. And I just saw her go from just about being on cloud nine just to shrinking right back. Deflated. Yeah, just so deflated. It was awful. Putting someone down is never how you deliver feedback. If you've got nothing nice to say, say nothing at all. So the key really is to look for feedback and look for patterns. Listen to people and people that you trust, people who are close to you, and create that culture of feedback. If you are a leader, think, when is the last time I asked people in my team for feedback on myself? And Am I making it easy for somebody to approach me and give that feedback? And am I giving good, uplifting feedback? Yeah, just like the example I just shared. Mm. You know, we need to be careful how we give our feedback and how we speak to our team. Yes. Um, Yes, you have to be honest, but you also need to be sensitive and uplifting to get the best out of them. Are you looking for an early childhood centre where your child can thrive? Here at Nurture and Bloom, our days are filled with joy and laughter. We believe children learn best when they're loved and nurtured. Within our secure and stimulating environment, children explore, create, grow, and bloom into their full potential. Located in the heart of Tarapa Hamilton, come and check us out at nurtureandbloom.co.nz. I remember one of my not-so-flash moments as a leader <laughs> was when I, and again, I had that ego and pride, right? I really genuinely didn't think there was going to be any major things I needed to be I needed to work on. So I did this survey to the leaders, to the team leaders, asking them, you know, do you feel supported by me? And a few questions sort of like that. And I honestly did not expect there would be much back. So I did um, it all anonymous, so I didn't know, you know, necessarily yeah. who was who. And I tell you what, when you do an anonymous <laughs> survey, you get some <laughs> you get the <laughs> feedback. So I received all of this feedback and I just felt like, oh, my gosh, they think there's some serious work to be done. <laughs> and I genuinely was shocked. And at the time it really um, threw me. And mm. I remember being... Um, really taken aback and a bit hurt 
that they didn't think I was this perfect leader that I <laughs> thought that I really was. So, I mean, you do have to get that feedback and be mm. brave, but then be aware that some of the feedback that you're going to get, you may, if you're completely unaware and yeah. you maybe have an ego problem, especially as I did, and I'm sure there'll be things, <laughs> yeah. blind spots I have now, but do be prepared for the feedback that you're going to get. Yeah. Find somebody that you trust that will be honest with you and go through the feedback with them. Make sure that you're in the right frame of mind, yeah. that you're feeling really positive, that you've got your, you know, a cup of coffee. Or <laughs> you're feeling that this is a good time for me to read this yeah. feedback and I can bounce ideas off of someone I trust and mm. I can read it without thinking negatively but read it from a position of thinking this is going to help me, me become a yes. better person and not everything I'm going to read is going to be about me. It might also be about my team. Yeah. It might also be about how I can lead them and it might also be their blind spot. Yes. So the key is to look for patterns. If every single person on your team says, I don't feel supported, there may be an issue with support. <laughs> you think? But if only <laughs> one person says they're not being heard and everyone else is saying, oh, you're such a great listener. You may not be communicating with that one person, person yeah. in a yeah. way that they feel heard. Yeah, that's so true, Kirsty. Um, I think getting feedback from your team is a great way to see your short plans yeah. and your gaps in your leadership. And it doesn't have to be anonymous either. And yes, absolutely right. Do not read it if you're um, in a <laughs> not a nice mood or yes. <laughs> having a bad day. Exactly. Um, but you do have to take it. And I liked what you said about as you read it, think this is going to make me a better leader. Yes. But, you know, if you end up reading your feedback and you've got four or five short planks. Don't try and tackle them all at once yes. because you're going to be so overwhelmed and miserable. then miserable, yeah, and you just get nowhere. It's like when John Maxwell uses that picture of a forest yes. and he said, you know, it's sort of things that you need to do or things you need to grow in or develop or habits that you need to tackle. Don't go out and start swinging your axe all over the place and trying yeah. to cut down the whole forest at once. Choose one and cut it down and keep working away at it until you um, can achieve it. So you've got your feedback, you've identified where the gap is. Where do you start? Mm. When you think about all the people that make New Year's resolutions, we've all been there, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there has been so many New Year's resolutions that last all of a week for me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we do have to think about... How do we achieve things successfully? Mm. And I had a little look at how many people actually achieve those New Year's resolutions. And the vast majority of studies actually say that less than 10% of people achieve those goals. Wow. So it just goes to show that you don't rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems, mm. which is what James Clear says. Yeah, I love that saying. If you have not read the Atomic Habits book, I highly, highly mm. recommend it. It really challenged the way that I viewed growth. He talks about how the outcome is what you achieve, the goal. The systems is what you do, the habits that you put in place, and the identity is what you believe about yourself. To make a lasting change, he says, instead of focusing on what you want to achieve, which is outcome-based, focus on who you want to be, which is identity-based, the who you want to become. 
as Megan said, just start with one thing and work away on that habit. And I love what he says about the cost of the good habits is in the present, but the cost of the bad habits is in the future. We were at a conference recently and one of the main speakers, I remember she said to write down the things that light us up and write mm. down the things that drain, drain us. You, yeah. right? mm-hmm. And so, you know, we did the exercise and then she said, now everything that drains you, get rid of it. Yeah. Delegate it. Yeah. And I remember thinking, what? Mm. What kind of leader delegates every hard thing that they don't want yeah. to do? I mean... If I could, I would, right? <laughs> Wouldn't it be awesome? But the reality is that we want children to be resilient and we want children to know that they can do hard yeah. things. But we also need to do the same thing. We can do hard things and that is how you grow. Growing, we're not going to lie, it's not easy, right? That's right. It's yeah. uncomfortable. And we do have to make sure that we take care of ourselves, that we've got healthy boundaries, mm. that we rest, but... The answer is not passing over every single hard thing that you don't enjoy. It's different if there's somebody in your team who, you know, lights up at doing something and is really good at it and you're useless at it. Yeah. That's great. Get them to do it. Yeah. But I'm talking about, you know, if you perhaps don't like cleaning up the lunch when the children are finished. You, you can't, can't delegate. expect yeah. your team to do what you're asking them to do if you're not willing to do it. If you walk into the room yeah. with your arms folded, looking at the mess, and you're not willing to get on your hands and knees when the teachers are busy and clean up that mess and support your team, what kind of leader are you? Mm. It's like what Tony Christie says, leadership is serving others. Exactly. And what does she say? She says, if serving is beyond, beyond beneath you, you. beneath you, leadership is beyond you. Exactly. Such a great saying. Mm. Um, and you are right about um, if you pass on every hard thing or you just don't do it because it's too hard, you're not going to grow. No. I remember one of my short planks, and it still is, it's something I still need to keep working on, is conflict. I yeah. hate having those hard conversations. Oh, don't we all? Yeah. And I used to avoid them and mm. just ignore them sometimes or go, oh, it's not that bad and try and yes. reason with it until I had the realisation that not only am I stumping my own growth yes. in that area. Stunting? Stunting. What did I say? Stumping. <laughs> my own growth. Yeah. I was also not allowing people in my team to grow because I wasn't having those conversations with them yes. out of my own fear. Avoiding them. I, I was avoiding them because of my own fear and mm. not allowing them to grow. Development no. isn't easy. No. Um, it's like getting fit's not easy. No. <laughs> it's hard. You, know, when yeah. you don't want to go for that run in the morning, but you have to because yeah. that's going to get you the result you want. Exactly. And that is like your growth and development, mm. that there are things that you're going to have to tackle yes. that – are going to hurt sometimes, Yeah, you're not going to like, or it's going to be something that's going to take you out of your comfort zone. Mm, but it's worth it. It's so worth it. We hope today's session inspired you and challenged you and that you can find that one thing that you can start working on today to grow into the person that you want to be.